Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original. Foxy Browns. I'm Priyanka. And I'm Camilla. And this is a podcast that navigates beauty and wellness from our perspectives as women of color. This week, like every week, we're talking stuff and things, tips and tricks, and deconstructing Western beauty standards. And this week, we're joined by special guest Kara Brown. Kara is a writer. She is Vogue's favorite fancy pasta bitch, <laughs> if you follow her blog. Um, until recently, co-hosted Keep It. I did. On Crooked Media. Mm-hmm. And now you're off to your own ventures. Is there anything you want to add to your intro? Um, I mean, pasta. I'm here. <laughs> uh, I've, I've switched over into lip gloss. That feels like an important update in my life. Are you Excellent. blogging about it? Or that's just a No, thing? so I just want to say it now on the podcast. Because <laughs> oh I gosh. probably won't be a blogger or tweet. It's very dear. I have, as long as I've known you, you have been a matte lipstick yes. wearer. Oh. Yes. But this I mean, exciting. I haven't fully switched over, but I think for the summer, mm. I keep reaching for the gloss. Oh, we're going to dive right into stuff and things in like just a second. Yeah. But we do have to do one thing, which is we have to ask you, listener, to open your little podcast app subscribe, rate, and write a review. Just do it right now. Rate us five stars. And if you don't think it's five stars after you're done listening, we'll change the rating ourselves. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Yes. That's <laughs> true. So, stuff and things. Yes. Lip gloss. Have you bought anything, done anything that you're super excited about in the last week, in the last few weeks? So I bought the Fenty. So when Fenty first came out, she had a lip gloss. Like the Fenty cool? Cosmetics gloss bomb or something like that. Uh, yep, yep, yep. And I bought it and I actually returned it. And I felt terrible. Rihanna, don't listen. I kept the other stuff. Um, but then I I went, I was in Sephora one day and they had a different shade that was like a little pinker. And I feel like, so one of the things for me, like when you have like brown lips Mm -hmm. like when it's just glossy it's Mm -hmm. not I don't know like I like a little color Mm -hmm. and I sometimes like I'll put on lip liner and like fill in my lips to like make it more of like Mm -hmm. a colorful lip gloss but this one had like a little pink to it of course she did and of course because she knew she knew she heard you she She heard me she was like someone returned it (laughs) what was the issue I know I was the only person to return a Fenty Beauty product yeah. yeah But so she um, fixed it and she sent it back she out. She did. She because she cares and not I about love giving it. us new music. Yeah, but she I cares know. about our faces. But new lip we'll gloss. Forgive her. We'll forgive her. But I've been wearing it all the time and I love it. So why the change from I'm 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 not I've not embraced lip gloss yet. But people seem to be super into it. We're having a real '90s moment yeah. with the lip gloss it thing. I really do think. But it's the sticky, I think that's what but it the is. sticky. I don't hair gets sticky. stuck in yeah. it. Yeah. I will say it's less convenient. I don't love the sticky. Um, but I'm willing for the summer. Also, I, and like, I love matte lipstick, but in the summer, it always felt like a little wrong, mm-hmm. even though I liked it. Like mm-hmm. I would do brighter colors, but oh. it was like, it just felt a little hot mm-hmm. for a matte lipstick. Well, to so, mention mm-hmm. as well that matte lipsticks tend to be very drying right. after yeah. a while and you kind of get drying. to that chronic stage during summer yeah. and it's very, you know, I mean, it's Los Angeles, it's a very dry heat. Yeah. So, and if yeah. you're like out all day it's kind of not it's less comfortable so there might also be like a little thing with the lip gloss where you're like yes this takes a lot of maintenance but i'm willing to like i'm, I'm a willing girl, to i'm a girl that takes care of myself yeah. <laughs> also it's easy you can apply it without looking that's true yeah that's can't do that very without. Yeah. good point yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought about that you can do it in the back mm-hmm. of an uber yeah it doesn't matter yeah. if you don't have to like bit. spark yeah. up your phone and yeah. try uh-huh. to like turn on the car light to get <laughs> use it as a mirror <laughs> You can just wipe it on. I never even... Th- okay, so so the product is this... Fend- What's the color? Do you know? I'll look it up. Okay. We're I'll look get it up it and you. get it. 
that's your stuff and thing. Do you have a stuff and thing, Camilla? Let's see. What have I been using this week? Um, oh, I just discovered that Eve Lom have started making sheet masks. And obviously everyone is in the sheet mask game. And um, But these ones are particularly excellent. Wait, hold on. Eve, is this a British thing? I don't so know. Yes. <laughs> Eve Lom is a British skincare line. Uh, see, see. And she, um, they first started the line with the balm cleanser, which mm-hmm. um, basically is a kind of, oily cleanser that you apply to your face and then kind of take off with a warm muslin cloth and it's a very it's a it's a slightly fancy line so these sheet masks a little pricey. What's the price? You fancy? <laughs> I, I mean, she knows where to, knows where to cut corners. Yeah, she, I should probably get them at the airport. For I half did off. get them at the airport, <laughs> Priyanka. You, did. Yes, you know I did. Um, I was about to get on an eleven-hour flight, yeah, and I yeah. hadn't. Ha- and I accidentally put my sheet masks in my checked luggage, oh. and but luckily I was at duty free, and oh, so course. they were discounted. Uh-huh. They are. They were thirty-five pounds for four. I was going to say each. No, that would yeah, that would cheaper than a Exactly. And I emerged from this 11-hour flight with a very dewy face, Mm -hmm. which never happened. No breakouts? I always break out on flights. I didn't have a breakout on the plane. I'm currently in the middle of like an odd Mm. breakout as I'm readjusting to Los Angeles. Mm. I'm currently wearing a little um, zit sticker on my face. Honestly, do you think it's maybe the universe saying, Camilla... You had a perfect month of life, <laughs> like a truly perfect month it's of living. Yeah. And so, you know what? Here's a zit just, just to remind just to, you you're human. Just to humble you. Yeah, just to humble you. One thousand percent. This is what this zit is. I mean, it could also be the fact that I've spent a month drinking wine and Campari spritz every single That's definitely not it. Alcohol no. kills germs. We all it know that. does. Yeah. You're correct. This is science. Yeah. So, yeah. Eve Long sheet masks. Excellent. A little um, bit, little treat. Quickly, it's yeah. c- the lip gloss. It's called Fenty Glow. Fenty Glow is the color. Right. All right. And are they? Do they come Add in other to colors? They come in other colors. Like so the one that I have, it's like a little. I would say it's like a rose goldy mm. one, and they have like a super clear one. They have a really pink one, but this is more of. It's got a little brown, little rose gold. All right, I'm gonna try it. Yeah, mine is not nearly so glamorous or exotic, but I also have been dealing with a lot of breakouts lately. I don't know what's no, going on. Is it the change in weather? Could be the change in weather. It's all around my um, my mouth. Like oh. in my chin, usually yeah. like it's like this like yeah. hormonal zone on yeah. my chin, and then also like my mustache area, which is okay. so hot. That's a bummer. And the only thing that's working is an old throwback. You know how when you dust off an old product, yeah, yeah. Like a, I don't know. Isn't this is great. Work. Free yes. shopping in your yes. own house. I love so it. So I dusted off my tub of Aztec healing. Oh pie. yeah. Do you know what? I also have a tub of this that yes. I have not used for a long yes, time. Yes, and if you make a paste of it, it's bentonite clay. Yeah. It soaks up oil in like yes. large volumes, and I just smear it on my face yeah. um, while I'm getting ready in the morning, and then I take a shower to wash it all off, and the zits are gone. The inflammation is de- like they just oh shrink. I don't know what it this is. This is it's magical. I'm going to go and pull out my yeah. dusty yeah. tub of this that is underneath my sink. <laughs> so then that, which shrinks everything yeah. and makes the redness go away, and then the different gel. Have you ever? It used to be a prescription. Yeah. Yeah. Used to be a prescription, but you can buy the different gel over the counter and it just like speeds up cell turnover. So you just Mm -hmm. kind of smear it wherever you're having problems and it keeps your pores clear. Excellent. I'm going to buy this product. So that's my acne regimen. When you use the bentonite clay, do you mix it with water or do you do it with the um, apple cider vinegar? I do it with water. Yeah. I just am lazy. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Water is readily available in my bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I could try the other because I guess the acid must help. I guess it does. I've never tried it with apple cider vinegar. That's the only way I've done it before. But I didn't realize. Yeah. Because you do it with water too. But I tend to also have apple cider of vinegar i have one in the kitchen and then Mm. one in the bathroom as well it's also very good for dealing with vaginal imbalances really Um, yeah which is like recalibrating your flora exactly (laughs) a phrase i love to use um so yeah like a a little wipe a quarter of a cup in a bath and yeah and you're good takes care of everything you know what that reminds me of i was on sephora one day and they were selling so i mostly use apple cider vinegar to rinse 
my hair. So like oh, after I've had braids in yeah. for a while, when you need to like get into really the scalp, do like a, yeah, get into the scalp, deep do a clean. deep clean. I do an apple cider vinegar rinse and it like gets everything out. Uh-huh. I saw an apple cider vinegar rinse at Sephora for like $30. Shut no. up. And I was like, what? Cause it was clearly also like white girls who don't know. Of course. <laughs> and I'm like, who is buying this? Like you can, it fools. fools. I'm like, what is it? $4 at the grocery store. You get, it, you get $4 and you get two like of them job. from Whole Foods. <laughs> right. If you get a coupon. Wait, 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 is this $30 rinse just a bottle of apple cider vinegar? I mean, I assume and they put water. Some other so stuff they water it, it yeah, down, probably which is an down. even better scam. I'm not, we didn't think of it, honestly. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm I could sell a lot of things to Sephora. Was there any, any DIY tips and tricks, any stuff handed down from your family, any inventions, stuff that you've made up? <sighs> inventions. I, I actually started doing this before it became. A thing. I don't remember of what course they called it. You're in, a trendsetter. <laughs> in like beauty magazines, but where you mix masks. So I've always huh. had, so basically like my forehead is usually oily. Same. My, the rest of my face, like I would say like yeah. my cheek area is usually kind of dry. And okay. then mm-hmm. like around my chin, it is like a toss up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you do like on the top. I believe the I industry do, like, calls it mask. combination skin. Combina- mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you do, I would do like a clay mask on the, mm-hmm. on the forehead. Yeah. And then on my cheeks, I would do maybe like a yeah. cream one, like a different one. And so you put those on at the same time. So it's targeting just what you need for the area. So what are the Mm -hmm. your go-to masks? Um, Let's see. There is a Origins like rose um, clay mask. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. It's very good. That's very good. So that's what I would do um, on like the forehead situation. T-zone, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like I would do, I usually just do Manuka honey. Really? Yeah. I bought a very expensive jar of honey on Amazon mm-hmm. and it's good for um, breakouts too. Oh, right, really? It's, a it's like, a, like an antibacterial right? thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I put that on and you leave it on for like 30 minutes. And just straight up Manuka honey. I but just put it on. That's incredible. I think people mix this it with things, mm-hmm. but it's like too many steps. For a while, wasn't like um, <laughs> who's the who's the oldest Kardashian? Um, the the oldest and t- tiny one. Um, oh, Courtney. Courtney. Yeah. She wasn't she shilling a um a Manuka honey based beauty line a little oh, while God, ago. Sounds about right. I mean, she's the laziest Kardashian. She is the <laughs> one who is not pulling her weight. Imagine Imagine yeah. everyone just being like, "Will you sponsor this? Or yeah. will you talk about this?" And they're like, "Sure." And she's like, oh, "They're just like, I'm how much? Over how much? Yeah. How much?" How much? <laughs> right? It must Pretty be every much. product under the sun. Yeah. You guys are basically best friends. So it seems a little silly to say, like, where are you from? Tell us the spiel. But maybe some of our listeners might not know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, where I'm from. Yeah. I am. I grew up in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived on the East Coast for about seven years. Went out for college. Stayed in New York for a bit. Came back here. I've been in L.A. about five years. I'm a writer. I'm around. Is your family still in Seattle? My dad and my grandmother and his sister are still in Seattle. My mom lives in Louisiana, which is where she's from. And she had moved back um, after my sister graduated high school. And then my sister lives in the Bay Area. Oh, is she older or younger? Younger. Younger, but taller. Oh. She's been taller than me since I was so like rude. <laughs> yeah, that's so hard. rude. Yeah. Did you grow up mostly with your mom or with your? My parents divorced when I was like fifteen. Oh, okay. So okay, and then right, it was a full, mm-hmm. um, very amicable fifty-fifty split. So it was literally like a week <laughs> right? on, a week off. Oh, wow. Um, so we, yeah, you we seem were. very well adjusted. Yeah. You I know, I, I am. It's, it's. This is something that I find. It's not the kindest thing, but like whenever people are talking about like divorce and things like that and it's just like but the children the children I'm like they're yeah. probably fine yeah like it's as long as you don't make it awful right. like they're probably fine so yeah. um, and my parents had a very chill divorce at least as far as we saw yeah. right and like my dad still came over for uh, like Christmas and Thanksgiving that's, that's amazing deeply well adjusted yeah, yeah yeah so it's the model yeah. we were yeah we were fine we're all we were all like at a wedding together a few years ago. Oh, we really were nice. my birthday party, like Which my parents. Very fun. My parents were there. Both Aww. of them were there. That's so, so cute. Yeah. So, so how are you super close to your mom? We we always find with our guests that like we we, we ask this question like who defined your standards of beauty as yeah. you were growing up? But that, that all and everyone says my mom. So we kind of have to like change yeah, the yeah, question. Yeah. Is it your mom? Um. I think my I think it wasn't exactly my mom, but it was like the influences from my parents. Mm-hmm. Like my parents were very conscious about giving me 
black women to just look at. Okay. So like yeah. very Great. early. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, very simple, like, but yeah. also an like a neglect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like parading them through the <laughs> no, house. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> like making me aware. Like uh-huh. I remember like Jackie Joyner Kersey. Right. Because I also had asthma when I was uh-huh. little. And so they were like, here's this woman who's this incredible track star. And like she looked obviously like incredible, you know, yeah. with, um, or not, sorry, Flojo. Uh-huh. Flojo who had asthma and you know with the nails and the outfits and whatever yeah. so they were just like look at this cool black lady mm-hmm. and she's doing things so they were very like they there's a picture of me with how like progressive and systematic of them by the yeah. way yeah it was kind of genius <laughs> what did they, they're like child psychologists what no they they're not, not at all <laughs> what did they, they do were, my, my mom um, stayed home with us and my dad does finance like he worked at Microsoft um, but there's a picture of me when I'm probably like two or three years old like very young with my grandfather and they had taken me to see a black either Miss USA or Miss America. So whatever year it was, there was a black woman How and amazing. they like, you know, it's a beauty queen, which yeah. in retrospect, <laughs> but stop, look, they're yeah. doing the best they can. With the best resources they can. <laughs> but yeah, they were just like shoving me in front of like, yeah. look at this woman yeah. and all of that. So I feel like a lot of it was them just letting me know and like putting black women who like we thought were beautiful. And also on, it's sort of, you know, that the world also acknowledges beautiful, yeah. which is like not ideal, but I yeah. think it's important to see people where just like everyone knows that this woman is beautiful and she's black and like it doesn't mean that's the most important thing, mm-hmm. but it is helpful for when you're trying to like build your self-esteem. Yeah. Were it's your parents are like high maintenance or were they like, were they like people who pulled like prided themselves on their appearance or? Um, yeah, like my, my, we were in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. So my mom did the like, my mom drove a cream Escalade. I mean, <laughs> what? why did we not Gee. begin with that? <laughs> with 22s. Wow. wow. <laughs> Which is like the car I learned to drive on. So I would just be like driving to school in Escalade. <laughs> That's really good. Um, and she, I love the story of black privilege. That yeah, you're I know, right? I'm really enjoying it. I know. It's the American dream. Oh my gosh. But my mom <laughs> was in, like she did this very, ca- like the leggings, like mom kind of like, cool sneaker like I remember my friend um in college I came to like the library one day or something I was in like a leggings and like a kind of longer like crew neck hoodie thing and and my friend goes you look like a Jack and Jill mom <laughs> which was like what, what my so Jack and Jill which yeah. I only just learned about recently yeah so no, it's no, like no. a very American yeah. thing um <laughs> Jack and Jill is basically a social club that was started by affluent black people and like oh. the 40s or 50s oh, or something uh-huh. um and it was you you get in through the mothers so that's who like applies and it was basically it was initially for black families in cities where their kids didn't necessarily go to school together yeah. so it was a way for them to come together Connect. with other kids that were like them now it's like wait it's a club for rich black families. essentially yes yes okay. exactly yes. and there's also there's lots of kind of enrichment programs and things yeah. like that yeah. and kind of like you know ski trips and yeah. then they have like you know cotillions and that sort of thing my sister did and, a yeah. cotillion yeah. with this the white dress and the yeah. whole thing and there's also a lot of like um uh, romantic matchmaking that the mothers <gasps> do to also try <gasps> and really? get that see this yeah. is like the indian really? mother in priyanka no this is yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so excited like how do they match me it's like how can i get in on this i'm always dressed outside like, hello black twitter <laughs> it's me your friend you would like you should watch there's a movie called something new probably where yeah. she, i just watched this on a plane did you really I did. <laughs> what is it what is it maybe it i've seen ridiculous. it um it's sanaa lathan who is sort of like an uptight black lady who's, i've seen this who's movie with Alfred yeah, 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 yeah 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 you know and she yeah. comes from this very like her family's i don't know that they call it jack and jill but that's yeah. what it is she meets simon baker yes it's it. simon baker who's it is a it's white so gardener ni- it's a late 90s early 90s. yeah and um he he <laughs> he's helps a her white gardener. Yeah. he's doing the landscaping on her house they fall in love <laughs> um and like i feel i don't remember the exact ending but i feel like it's something like she goes to the cotillion and like i don't know if he shows i think he I shows can't. up that's what it is he shows up and he like doesn't have it's in t- their entails like oh you know that I formal truly, i realized now that i was I six remember. glasses of plain wine in, was that the ending the, do you remember I have no idea <laughs> i don't remember either i remember watching it and loving it something new so is this something new a white, like, that's a white guy? 
That's yeah. something yeah. now. <laughs> okay. okay. But he helps her. Like, I remember, there's actually, I feel like um, Hannah at The Atlantic wrote about this. I don't know if she did it when she was writing about a specific movie, but about this sort of trope of, like, when a black woman, like, discovers herself, she starts wearing her natural hair. Oh. <laughs> and, like, oh, it's a very, like, late 90s, early 2000s thing. So in the movie, Sonal Ethan wears, like, whatever, her weave, and then she she falls in love with this white man and starts wearing her natural hair, which is quite clearly still, like, Fake hair. like yeah, not her hair. Like, any black person would be like, that's clearly not her hair. Yeah. But it's her, it's sort of the sign that she's loosening up or whatever and I can't think of all the examples but it's absolutely like if you went through the canon of like black woman romantic comedy things you're gonna find something like that because then Sanaa did that movie where she cut off all her hair too that I know, and I was suddenly just getting like, quite confused. After. That's it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> they yeah. really called a they, film they, that. <laughs> there are some really good they, reviews. A yeah. marketing department <laughs> at Netflix got together and said this should be the name that's of the film. We're, we're moving yeah. forward with that. Incredible. So that's like a Jack and Joel vibe, is what you're saying. Something, something new was a Jack and Joel vibe. Interesting. Got I'm very the I'm Jack and Joel as I'm kind of you know quite new to it and learning yes. about it. But um, it's um, I mean, it was I found quite fascinating about it as well that there was um a lot of internal politics about the um uh the standards of joining jack and jill and Ooh, that yeah. um they uh, at the very beginning it was uh, very you were very favored if you were light-skinned Ooh. and that basically you know um could pay you know pass the paper bag test and um it codified that's not like written down it's I mean, not written just, down it's, it's, not it's written implied down, we, yeah <laughs> it's like if you look around the room you're like oh everyone's the same color <laughs> fascinating yeah it's very very fascinating and there's also the other thing as well as and obviously because i know you personally but um you know you and your sister are very different um like i'm um, a very different like shades of black yeah. and your sister is very like very light-skinned mm-hmm. and you have the most luxuriously dark skin (laughs) when you were growing up you know was there a point at which you ever kind of noticed the difference in the way that you were treated as sisters because of that colorism or is it not something that ever kind of came up I don't know if it was I noticed how we were treated but I used to tell her when I would get mad at her that Mm. she was adopted perfect Mm -hmm. (laughs) because she's so my sister is very very light the rest of my family were about that my parents my immediate family were about the same color however my mom is from Louisiana Mm. and so it's like a mixture of like Creole, Creole people. Right. So my grandmother is very, very light. And then my grandmother married and had kids with a very dark-skinned man and that was like my mother right. and her siblings. So if you look at what my mom's oldest sister, she also has two daughters and one is um, darker than me but like a brown-skinned yeah. woman and then the other one is really light like Lindsay. Yeah. So, and then she has a younger, she has a daughter. So we always joke that my sister is actually our cousin's, yeah. the mother of our cousin's <laughs> child because they all just look the same. So if you look at our family you know and we have members in on my mom's side who are light and then you have others this is just the way we came out so I always actually used to wish that my parents had had a third child because I wonder if it would have come out looking like Lindsay or looking like me and she actually she's talked about this before where like she had felt like discriminated is maybe not the word but she had felt like kind of the fact that she was light was something that was like used against her because you told her she was No, because then my parents would be like, no, you're not. Like, then they, you know, they have pictures of at the hot. Because I, I feel like I asked yeah. my dad once. I was like, did you ever like wonder? He was like, no, Kara. <laughs> did you ever wonder? You're like, dad, just level with me. Yeah, I was like, did, did you? Did, when she came out. Are we out, sure we're, that she is really? For a second where oh, you maybe no. like. And he was no. like, you're terrible. Girl, that's um, bad. This it, would be a very weird way to find out that he's not uh, hurt. Yeah, correct. <laughs> it is very interesting seeing the, um, like, uh, genetic kind of passes within f- uh, black families. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, I mean, you guys were just at my wedding and you met two of my uncles who yeah. are basically visibly white right. and they are half black. Mm. And it's very interesting because my mother obviously you know, looks like a black mm-hmm. woman. Mm. And they often talked about, you know, and still talk about like the people will approach them and say the most 
racist things to them, really? assuming that they're, they're white. white. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, Will, <laughs> it's like, you're on my side. It's like, I'm literally half black. I can't believe yeah. you're saying this. What people are doing, people are just walking around saying racist <laughs> things yeah. to strangers about other races. This is I happening in the world. They're just not telling us, Priyanka. Yeah. That's, how, that's why we it, don't know. Exactly. I, I mean, if, I, I guess I'm so naive. It's because I have an idea. It's I've got two men on the inside. That's yeah. the only yeah, reason I know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. No, guess you know, for all of the, I mean, I, I feel like now it's a little taboo, whatever, whatever, to reference the Cosby show. But something that I always appreciated about it was you had this range of skin colors in Within one black family. family. Yeah. And I, I feel like I can remember white people being like, that's what's happening there. But like, that's very possible. Like yeah. if yeah. you looked at my family, yeah. we have someone who looks like my sister. We very well could have had two light skinned people. You have my parents who have yeah. me. So mm-hmm. like it is, it's and my dad will always say this about like black people. He's just like, you really do not know what you're going to get yeah. when this kid <laughs> yeah. comes out. Cause it's just, you know, like I, I like your, like your uncles, like I have friends who are half black and they just really look like white people. Yeah. My uncle looks like, like Rayleigh also. It's very yeah. strange. <laughs> but you know, you yeah. just, but then if he, you know, they have a kid and that yeah. kid could look like me. You just exactly. really, he's yeah. like, it is, my dad's like, every time that kid comes out, it is like, <laughs> let's genetic. see. Yeah. Like, buckle up. What like, a genetic lottery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is also, yeah, all of the, um, all of the uh, cousins in my family, all of the children when born were blonde. Very, very no. blonde. It's very interesting. And then at about like one years old, they're like, ah, JK, I'm black. But <laughs> the black jeans are like bitchy thought. Yeah, and they yeah. just. <laughs> I love the idea of like the white and the black jeans fighting in the yeah, body. And the exactly. black jeans are like, you're not going to get the hair. <laughs> they're going to sunburn, but we're getting that curl pattern. Aww. <laughs> And when they need the sun protection, I and they're like little tiny Well, that's babies. another, my family, we went on vacation <laughs> once with my, like, the first, like, real yeah. vacation, we went on to yeah. Hawaii, and my parents didn't put sunscreen on my sister, because they <laughs> didn't they never know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she got so burnt. Oh, no. And the thing that I remember most was I was so mad because we were like sharing a bed, you know, because we were children and I had to sleep on the couch because they let her have the bedroom. Yeah. They just like, wow, the light skin privilege. The light skin privilege. They put aloe on her. They're like, she needs to sleep in the bed alone. And I was like, what is this? It's because she's like, you guys didn't yeah. parent properly. I got to sleep on the couch. You're but, still thinking about it. I know, but There's you know, they, scar. They just Those really didn't know. Deep. They were like, we didn't realize we had to do I'm this. confused in the same way because, like, I don't necessarily have to take care of Rodney's skin. He's a white person. Um, <laughs> but my son is brown, quite yeah. brown, and he could just kind of, I do put sunscreen on, yeah. but my daughter is like a sheet of paper white. Yeah. And it's so confusing because I'm like, what do I, I do? I cover that? her up. Yeah. Like constantly. So we're yeah. going on vacation next week and I don't know. They need yeah. white people put up, have to use a lot of like skin so protection. Much, yeah. Right. So I got one of those bathing suits, unfortunately, sleeves, because yeah. I love the, ch- like the chub showing, but I got the full body. Yeah. I'm going to have to squeeze her into one of those. Get a hat? Yeah. yeah. A pretty yeah. intense hat. It is tough with a uh, sun damage with children as well. Cause your adult risk of skin cancer goes up something like 400% yeah. if you've ever been sunburned as a child. Yeah. So, and we all get yeah. our sun damage before 18. So yeah. I'm like, I just follow Let's her just- around with it. 10 every day every yeah. she's, well, she's an indoor I never, like yeah. i throw i throw like the sun protection i, I throw yeah. spf whatever on my face yeah. i'm just not used to like taking care of an incredibly pale person you're gonna have to <laughs> relocate to england yeah for her probably yeah we yeah. should she's yeah. worth it she'll work she's totally she's worth, worth it. it she is i have a theory that when you're a young woman growing up in the world, a woman of any woman really that the world kind of tells you that you're pretty or smart or funny and then you like take one and you run with it and then you spend the rest of your life like kind of chasing after the other two Mm. what do you think was your thing what the world told me what what the kind of like feedback you got from the world like as you were growing up like did the world which one did the world like lay on you thick I feel like early early it was probably smart Mm -hmm. and then it was probably pretty mm-hmm. the car is a very so attractive woman so beautiful also the very angle, smart but like also very smart we know she's very, very smart exceptionally but beautiful just the angles on her face it's though. crazy actually it's, yeah <laughs> who do you look like do you look at your mom or your dad um i 
I look like my I look like a real mix of my mom and my dad. Like I look more like if you see me with my mom, I think we look alike. But my sister and I have like the same face shape. Yeah, yeah. just like different colors, yeah. but yeah. we look pretty similar. What I don't understand <clears throat> about you, Kara, is that it's impossible to take a bad photo of you. Uh, it's, yeah, uh, it's it's in, yeah. You well, you might not like them. You're right. You know, but I feel like you could drop a. F- it's like Italy. Yeah. <laughs> like you could drop your phone and take a good picture in Italy. Your face is Italy. Yeah, that's what we've just decided. It's like you can drop your phone and take a great picture of Kara. <laughs> it's just true. the bone structure. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Look, I mean, sorry. Yeah. It's not not only is it the bone structure; it. it's also that Kara has some of the greatest skin that you've yeah, really ever seen. To the point that Kara also is the author of a legendary Google oh, yeah. document, which uh, <laughs> documents her entire skincare routine. Oh yes. We have we not brought this up yet. It is incredible. And she very graciously started giving it to people for free, which I thought was a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I would have... Lock it behind a paywall. (laughs) Completely paywall. And it is... I mean, it is excellent. What did you write that for? Did you? I originally like I wrote it just because people kept people asking, kept asking right. "What do you do right. with your face?" Yeah. And I needed to like it was just an easy way. Yeah. I then I literally just she was texted, like, "Oh, here you go, yeah. peasants." I yeah, I just texted saying. a bunch of girlfriends like, "Do you want this? Um, <laughs> no, I'll send like, it to you." And then it you. started like making the rounds, and I it was a private Google Doc, and then I started getting like so many requests. Right. So then I wrote about it for Shondaland. I think that's right. where. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it's like out there. It's shifted a little. It uh, I've it now added. It changes as your skin. It changes, yeah. but, but also they have to start with the baseline of your skin. That's yeah. what I don't. Totally First of understand. all, be born <laughs> beautiful. Like, yeah, step they're like, one. how do I make my skin look like yours? And they're like, you can't because yeah. it's my skin. So you're just skin. you should have charged everyone. First of all, so you were so you think like early on you were like I'm a smart girl. Then you were like oh and I'm also pretty. Yeah, but you know the interesting thing was I went to school with mostly I went to a small private school. Mm-hmm. I was one of for all intents and purposes the only black yeah. girl in yeah. my class and i i didn't necessarily like i with my girlfriends i felt pretty yeah and like one of the things like i remember i think it was my freshman year there was a <clears throat> dance that i didn't get asked to mm. and i just remember like being in my bathroom and i was like these fucking dummies i was like <laughs> I because yes. i just yes. had i you know like my my dad had said this like we lived in dallas until i was seven and he was like raising a black girl in the south i wanted to make sure that you had a lot of self-esteem and mm-hmm. then his punchline is always but i think i went too far ah. but i always like felt good about myself yeah. so even when i felt like i was in this environment where like the like my best friend was a brown-skinned indian woman yeah, woman yeah. girl <laughs> we were children <laughs> yeah. and she and i felt that like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like all of the like blonde girls were getting picked for things yeah. and like she was the only person i could like share makeup with and yeah. colors and things like that and so even when i wasn't getting it necessarily from like yeah. that environment i was it. still like I'm the shit. Yeah, I was like, they'll catch up. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is, I think. And that's a feeling that maybe we're all familiar with. Like, also having been the only, like, brown girl, one of two in my grade or whatever, was like... I feel sorry for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I cannot believe you're sleeping yeah. on this. <laughs> yeah. You could buy low right now. Yeah. You know, it's wild. It's so wild. But that confidence that carries you through is like, I mean, that's everything, right? Yeah. And I think it, I think again, it was also because like I, the environment that my parents had sort of built for me. And I remember saving like the Victoria's Secret catalogs with like Naomi and Tyra and like yeah. looking at these. I was like, this, these are the most beautiful people on earth. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, I mean, not that I look like them, and but you know what I mean? But I was like, I look like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, even if the, like, and I know that for a fact. Yeah. So like these other people mm-hmm. who don't get it, I'm like, they just don't get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not wrong about this, yeah. clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I have empirical evidence. Yeah. But I'm hot. So no, absolutely, these <laughs> women are hot, and I look like them. So, so yeah, <laughs> ergo, <laughs> QED. <laughs> um, absolutely, no, that makes total sense. And I remember looking. I remember. I just remember so clearly that feeling of looking around and being like, Tiffany. everyone's into her (laughs) what why she's like boring and she's kind of dumb and i don't get it she looks like everyone else at school yeah Yeah. i thought that i mean yeah i want i'm I'm thinking of a name that i won't say because I guess she could potentially hear this, but there was up. like the girl and your Tiffany. Yeah. My yeah. Tiffany. And she, and you like can say everyone, a name. We'll bleep it. <laughs> yeah, right. And everyone was obsessed with her. And she was like a, you know, when some people look better in middle, like the yeah. best she looked was middle. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, a yeah, rough yeah, totally. time to peak. Yeah. So on one Damn. hand, I'm like, whatever. She got her shine then. 
because mm-hmm. it wasn't going to come later. Mm-hmm. But she, <laughs> you know, she was like fine looking. She just was unassuming and she had blonde hair and it was like an easy thing yeah. to like. And I feel like I have to assume that's what like prepubescent boys were it, they do into. men really like accessibility <laughs> allegedly <laughs> <laughs> you can be too beautiful yeah but there is then there are the special ones who like the complicated ladies and yeah those are the and that's ones why we, we marry love. those yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why we seek them out <laughs> and berate them into marrying us you're not married to like the kid from your seventh grade <laughs> geography no, class not. i will, I will say, say i had a crush my first school crush was this guy I'm not gonna name his name we're friends on Facebook so nice he would like got really good grades he was like the captain of the soccer team he like was doing everything right and he was so cute and um, we were friendly and then he started dating this girl Mm-mm. who was so pointless uh. and I was like I was like she smokes cigarettes <laughs> and we're like 14 this seems crazy to me like what is her she's gonna die and then i stopped talking to him of course and even yeah. though he sat next to me in every class i was just yeah. like froze him out for like I love two it. years like and then i moved um i moved to the u.s and i remember super clearly my last day of school i like picked up my textbooks after um god like i don't know like earth science or something and i went outside and he was waiting for me oh my gosh and he walked me to my locker oh my god and he said i'm really gonna miss you and i said thanks (laughs) (laughs) i said thanks and then he moved on with my life and i thought about him like every day for a year and then when facebook was invented he like found. I mean, he's like you know. And his name happy. is Rodney. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Isn't that wonderful? Um, and then he found me, and he was just like, "I always wondered what happened to you. Like you were such a. It's so nice to see you doing. He's just like, like a mensch, you know. Oh, yeah. He's just like the nicest <laughs> That's man. So I was like, and I was like, I was pretty good yeah. for like a fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was a keeper. All my crushes. Damn. I know. Even they None of my crushes who smoked cigarettes. I know. I was like, whatever happened to her? First of all, I was a teen who smoked cigarettes and it was really cool. I said, quit. It's fine. The goth cigarettes. We'll never get over goth cam. This is the thing. She won't let me share the Oh, pictures. they haven't seen the picture. We need 500... 500 five star reviews. Yeah. So in like three years, <laughs> I'll share Listen, one. I will make five hundred <laughs> Gmail accounts. I will bot. I don't. I will buy bots. The pictures and you are, will have get you your. Seen? Yes. You seen? Yes. They need to they be were incredible. With the world. I know. If you want to see Camilla in a like a pleather mini, don't dress, even describe it, I won't. guys. I, I think that's you can just buy, my memory I think of it. Bots are like fifty bucks. Yeah. Someone, a listener who knows how to do this. Yeah, we need. 500 five star reviews. Get it together, guys. I'll send you the pic. It's on my God, phone. It's on my phone. It's right the here. It's of a cigarette <laughs> smoking goth Indeed, black British teenager. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. We got to see so much of it when we were. I mean, we should we should talk about your wedding. Oh my gosh. Camilla, we did, your wedding. I've been dying was, to talk about it. We did a lot. It happened. I really had a four day wedding. You planned like the Bollywood. <laughs> Camilla planned the Bollywood wedding of my dreams. <laughs> It was so many days. It was in a different country. It was. <laughs> so basically, we, me and my other half, we wanted to have a you wedding still that won't was. Go on your <laughs> he, you he's, still he's, he's on, your on Twitter. He is my living lover. I know. Uh, I'm, like, I'm oh, very aware. I think I asked you. Before, I was like, once the wedding happens, is Doug still going to be that? And I was like, yes, he will still be my living lover. Right now, he's 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 been demoted to other half. <laughs> well, him and Dawes, no affection. Him and no. is yeah, also very yeah. <laughs> love him very very much. Committed to a whole lifetime with him. So, because so many of our um fa- like our family members and friends are from different parts of the world, like he's from the East Coast, I'm from England, but we live in California. We knew that wherever we were going to have the wedding, we would people would be traveling. So, having it in in England we wanted it to be residential so that we could have a whole weekend with people because it always felt a bit horrible to make people fly approximately 11 hours for just like one day of things. So we found this incredible estate, this 5,000 acre estate that housed basically all 110 of our guests and took it over for a weekend and 
for me, I kind of wanted it to feel like so much of our lives are at music festivals. He works in music and I like to go to a lot of uh, concerts and festivals with him. So I kind of wanted it to feel like a mini festival. So we had this weekend with um, lots of different like activities and food and wine. Yeah, lots so of much wine. wine. And I, the amount of natural wines that you know I purchased. Total bottles of wine we went through might be... I think it was about 600. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Possibly. That's six bottles a person. Yeah. Oh, my God. In three days. Actually, yeah. that feels right. That feels about right. And that actually, and I don't think oh that's including God. the champagne that my grandmother bought. She was so offended for a second because we said that we were going to get Prosecco for the toast. And she was like, absolutely not on my watch. And then bought so much Moe. There was, it was so ridiculous. much champagne. It was, it was like everywhere I turned. Well, the thing that you missed on the Sunday night was that um, for you fools who left early, was um, after the pizza bus yes I had a double decker pizza bus at the wedding I went to the walk-in wine fridge and realized that we had 20 odd bottles of Moe left and along with all the natural wines which couldn't be returned and so I basically went around the entire estate and made everyone finish them all so (laughs) we got very very drunk I also because we had a this great kind of stone basement which um, I put a karaoke room in that wasn't already there there? No, that was my idea. Well, it was added a, the karaoke. Yeah, room. so it was a screening room for watching movies, and basically, I thought, well, that's really boring. Why <laughs> not rent a karaoke situation Smart. to come in? And um, also, the most the wonderful man who came in, who runs the karaoke company, is actually deaf, which was wow, remarkable. Wow. So when he showed up and he was wearing double hearing aids, and I was like, this is an amazing job yeah. <laughs> yeah the food was amazing the alcohol was amazing the scenery was the scenery stu- was beautiful <laughs> also the houses can, were gorgeous can we talk about the champagne wall that oh. was really something we walk in the dinner on friday night the hog roast the hog roast and i remember like a traditional jewish there was falafel there was falafel. As a vegan option. For a one kosher family member. <laughs> Which is yes. lovely. That's so yeah. nice of you to accommodate them. I remember walking into the area and I see this like wall built. And I'm like, oh, and it's got like ivy and stuff. I was like, oh, that's nice. Is it for pictures or something? And then I get a little closer and I'm like, oh, are those glasses? And you get closer and you're like, this bitch got his wall of champagne. <laughs> and then down at the bottom is just like all these different berries and fruits to add to the champagne. So you could just Beautiful. pluck a glass of champagne from the wall, add your raspberries or strawberries or blueberries or orange or blackberries and then go out into the countryside and eat some hog and watch sheep. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was delicious. We had so much fun. The I houses had, were gorgeous. I Kara people, and I shared a house. We did share a house. I also had people, like when I posted on Instagram, were like, what is happening? People went insane. People, like the whole like time. We, for, yeah. for four days, we were all influencers. We were all <laughs> Like collective, like all of Los Angeles and New York was like, what is happening in Suffolk? <laughs> I got back to LA the other day. We, we and should just select my... and put them on the, yeah. so that we're not just, so oh. people can see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they can also follow the hashtag, no woman, no rye. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Um, no woman, no rye. But yeah, I got back to Los Angeles the other day and went into one of my like favorite restaurants and uh one of the waitresses there who um i didn't really like uh, basically came out and was like oh my god your wedding i was like <laughs> how do you even know it's what like you well, always wanted i follow this like i follow um uh amina from uh, call your girlfriend and she posted from mm. there and this was just like <laughs> this hashtag so i followed it the entire weekend yeah. it made me think of like one of my favorite favorite movies is the Keira knightley pride and prejudice oh, obviously it's, very, it's, it's the only oh. good one it's it the best jo- it's, it was a yeah. Joe Wright spectacular. Yeah, yeah. and just there was one more because I was jet lagged. Um, so Amina and I were in a room yeah. together. We were up promptly at five a.m. <laughs> and we were. I was walking around, and I was like, "This looks like." Pembley. The end yeah. of Pride mm-hmm. and Prejudice. Yeah. So they were walking through the field. And I was like, this bitch put me in like... <laughs> I took you to Pemberley. Yes. That's what I said. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So I remember you talking about getting your dress. You were like, I got this stupid deal like months ago on this dress. And so like the anticipation was killing me because I like I I think you had sent a picture like it was like months before you'd send it to me and Amina and you were like, I got this crazy deal. And then I think I kind of like forgot and I was like, I'm not going to go through. I'm going to like wait and see. And also it was a kind of that point. It was like a contender dress. I think at that point I was like, what do you think of this one? So basically I, I'm I'm not a wedding dress person. I couldn't bear the thought of wearing like a big kind of, you know, tell thing and, you know, lace and ribbons and things. Um, And um, I just wanted a very, I was like, I just wanted a really awesome designer dress that happened to be white and initially I wasn't actually going to wear white I was actually going to wear this red Dolce & Gabbana dress however then uh, Cardi B wore it and got into a fight with Nicki Minaj at a (laughs) Harper's Bazaar party so I kind of didn't want to bring that narrative into the wedding Um, so um, but I found this beautiful Alexander McQueen dress which um, was 90% off how is that possible well so um, when, you know, the website Natta Porsche, which yeah. is all yeah. designer clothing, yeah. um, when things are then unable to be sold on there and go past their sale, they go to another site called the Outnet, oh, yes. which yes. everyone knows about. Yes. However, when things do not sell <gasps> on the Outnet, <gasps> there is a third <gasps> no. site. Oh, what? what? <laughs> it is called Ux and it is spelt Y-O-O-X.com. Yes. Now, I didn't realize that yeah. was like the next tier. Oh, yeah. Okay. And the discounts are insanely deep. It's, um, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. This was a, this is a $30,000 dress. How did that, you find a McQueen wedding yeah. dress that fit you for $90,000? Yeah. And it's beautiful. Here, it's not the, some yeah. weird, you know... It was, um, I mean, it was a gamble. It was the last one in the world, and it was in my side on the web, on the size on the website. But it was also non-returnable. Oh. However, I thought at the time, if I bought it and it didn't fit, then I would also be able to sell it and turn a profit because right. cam scams. Right. <laughs> and um, I, I got it and I tried it on, and it fit. It, I had some light t- tailoring, just like uh, pull yeah. up the length, and um, and then also like a bit to like take out the waist half an inch, and um, yeah and it was great but yeah yukes.com it's a very laborious website it's very poorly designed yes, it just yes. Has I remember a lot. the organization yeah. and it yeah. looks tacky it's, but it they have terrible. stuff on they there. have stuff it's one of these things where, like just scroll through it while you're watching TV mm. and right. just you know narrow it down by designer so you know just like just right. uh, just Gucci and then spend you know a couple what? hours going through that but yeah, it's excellent. So that Which was she dress. also included, by the way, in the wedding program. It's yeah. true. There was a note about her dress being a 90% off Alexander McQueen. Hashtag cam scams. Yeah. Cam scams. <laughs> when you find a bargain, you want to let the people know. I was sitting there with Eve and we were just like this woman like going through the program. Because, you know, you're reading so it and, it takes, and it's like starts out like, you know, the parents and this is what the, sir, you know, this is what's going to happen. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And you keep reading, you keep reading. You're like, oh my God. Asterisk. <laughs> yeah. I was so impressed. It was under traditions. You're I think. so yeah. proud of yourself. <laughs> I was so proud of you too. We were all like, what? There was like a collective gasp in the audience. Do you feel, this is very long. like, I, I watched a lot of Say Yes to the Dress, yeah. like when it first, uh-huh. you know, when it first came out and I was like Kleinfeld and those tacky Panina Tournay dresses and like, I was in it oh you are I, yeah yeah I was like I was like, I an, I was, I was like an OG watch my dad okay. would come in and just sigh he would like see me <laughs> watching it and just like I failed like, but all those black women yeah yeah he's like look what I've given you <laughs> what about the strong yeah. black women I what about Maya Angelou <laughs> we bought you <laughs> you're like who you're like, She's I love Vera Wang <laughs> Vera Wang is my queen. Right. <laughs> but in the, you know, it's this narrative that like you put on the dress and you know, and it's, but I feel like you had like a modern cam millennial version of like, 
of that say yes to the dress thing where like you took this gamble and it fit and it was the dress. But you did yeah. the work, man. You did, that's but that's right. like you did the work in the yeah. way that yeah. like this is like the modern say yes yeah. to the dress. It's it, like a bargain a, hunting bride. It truly is you know? on the internet. It's, it's also, I love Alexander McQueen. The thing that I really like about his clothing is that it is like armor and it is designed to make women look and feel stronger and there's so much of the narrative surrounding bride that is about kind of being demure and and weakness yeah yeah. and I wanted the opposite of that I wanted to walk down Mm -hmm. the aisle which I walked down by myself and I wanted to feel like the baddest bitch in the room (laughs) that was great thank you very much Lee McQueen I really that definitely definitely came across now now in you in the lead up to the wedding though Kim did you feel and we've talked a little bit about this do we think that the wedding industry which we are all celebrating right now yeah yeah it's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got married. <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that it's evil and maybe it's it doesn't cater so com- much to women of color? Completely, <laughs> completely ridiculous. And yes, and yeah, and absolutely doesn't cater to women of color. There are, you know, in you know, the, I mean, all the kind of you know, uh, wedding magazines and um, Instagram accounts are very, very white focused, and it's yeah. very rare that you will see a um, a minority face. Very rare to see a black face. Very rare to see a Latina face. Very rare to see like Asian women both like east and southern and it is um and yeah it definitely kind of feels very alienating and that it's just like oh is marriage not for us is this mm-hmm. not something that we mm-hmm. are you know well we have our own in? ethnic weddings yeah niche weddings right exactly niche weddings. Like your jamaican yes. wedding yes. <laughs> you're like so yeah whatever wedding. <laughs> <laughs> i like i'm gonna ride in on an elephant like that's the thing i feel like it's like there are white weddings and yeah. there's everything else yeah. exactly yeah and so yeah and there's this very little kind of room in between and um and i think that also but there was also something quite freeing about that I felt that I was able to uh, define it the way that I wanted to Mm -hmm. and for it to kind of speak more to my identity but then you know there's this but even outside of that the things that you can't escape with uh, the wedding industry regardless of your race I mean the weight stuff is Mm -hmm. debilitating yeah Yeah. the the people who I've never met before in my life asking me whether I am shedding for the wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is oh, for yes. real. Like using that phrase. Yeah. I also don't think it would have been, um, I would have been able to stay sane and be on any kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> diet leading yeah. up to this yeah. thing that's immensely stressful and, you know, is quite, you know, physically depleting. You need croissants you need carbohydrates (laughs) you need a glass of natural wine a night at least and gelato on the way here yeah i was like it's it's hot yeah it's so hot i want some gelato (laughs) and that's the thing the constant like uh, that's there was a moment when i was talking to you camilla right before your wedding where i was like oh you've you know you look like you've lost a little weight um, i thought and i joked you know i thought you weren't going on a diet i thought there was no like exercise regimen and you were like Talk, talking me through your incredibly stressful months mm-hmm. and I was just thinking about how much I hate the fact that sometimes when people are going through terrible times they're thin and yeah. everyone tells them they how, look wonderful, how wonderful mm-hmm. yes. and that's so messed up yeah yeah, it's so messed up. I think it happens yeah. a lot. It really does, and I think the the physical toll that the just I mean, weddings are an incredibly stressful time, and you know I think it just creates anxieties within like family dynamics, yeah. and mm-hmm. especially your and, wedding planner yeah. quit oh, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> she did. She quit halfway, halfway through. through. You're planning a wedding halfway <laughs> yeah. around the world. Well, and not to yeah. be bougie about yeah. it. These yeah. are yeah. actual yeah. problems. It's family. It's yeah. you want to keep your family Indeed. happy. Yeah. Literally, are planning a wedding thousands and thousands of miles away, where the woman on the ground has just left. Yes, that's incredibly and stressful. then your regular life and, your and then job. my regular yeah. i have a full-time job which you know exactly. and then everyone's yeah. like you look great and yeah. you're like i don't have time yeah. to eat <laughs> to the point that the physical stress um manifested in the basically the day before the weekend began i actually lost my voice um you know i basically i was whispering my vows oh and my gosh, um yeah. but it was very clearly just like the manifestation of yeah. <laughs> six months of absolute terror your makeup looked incredible by the way it really did well when your father is friends with Charlotte Tilbury, 
you get to pull you, that flex. Can I tell you, <laughs> yeah. I went to Charlotte Tilbury. They just opened a store at the Grove. And it's I saw the billboard. Yes. So that's why I went to do my makeup go. test. Test, so okay. But very, very soon. I yeah. need to go. One, they have services, which I yeah. need to like partake in. But well, I have uh-huh. a fine <laughs> lip liner. I bought lip liner and like an eyeshadow. And the girl was asking me what it was for, whatever. And I was like, I'm going to this wedding. And I was like, actually, I think, because I feel like you had mentioned that. I was like, mm-hmm. I think the bride has like, like is going to be wearing Charlotte Tilbury makeup. And this girl was like, what is this wedding? Right. The, you, you're like, the I was wedding. like, it's the wedding, obviously. But like, it was. the wedding. But your makeup looked amazing. Who do we want to talk about for beauty of the week? I think my beauty of the week is... I think it's Stormzy, um, <laughs> who, yes. if yes. you do not know, is a British grime superstar who headlined Glastonbury. And he is the first black solo artist to headline the Glastonbury Festival. And it was just beautiful and incredible. And he is also a, you know, a gorgeous, dark skinned black man. And looked absolutely stunning. Such but a it's, nice smile. Not to be a grandma. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a nice smile. He is a great such a nice smile. And just like, you know, an incredibly, you know, an incredibly sweet human. And especially in an, when grime is viewed as a kind of, you know, aggressive British like subculture and that the figureheads within it are viewed as thugs. And they are actually, in fact, one of the largest social mobilizers of our kind of British black communities. And I think that his set at Glastonbury really exhibited that in a way that had not been seen by an audience of that size and was just incredibly beautiful. And he just looked really, really hot. Did you see the bank? So Banksy... Banks, what did he did um, Stormzy yeah. Banks. His like his yeah his, his outfit that he yeah. wore yeah. And so the vest that he was wearing was an anti-stab proof vest, yeah. which is what um, the uh, police in London have been wearing because we also had this enormous like surge in knife crime, which actually isn't that enormous, but is also kind of again been fed into by mm-hmm. kind of very racist like news trope. So he wore that with a black Union Jack on it that was designed by Banksy, and so he is my beauty of the week. This I don't. I feel like the video. So Naomi Campbell, yes, yes. Who to me is familiar. Yes. I'm familiar. She's familiar. <laughs> to me, she is the most beautiful woman who's ever yes. existed. On Earth. That's like a fact. she, like I, yes. I cannot believe she looks it's the way she fact. looks. I have loved her, like seeing her in like Victoria's Secret catalogs. This like dark skinned yeah. woman was like arguably the most helpful thing for my self-esteem ever. I would agree. Um, Your dad is just giving you Victoria's Secret catalogs. The most beautiful woman to ever live. She has a YouTube channel. And she did a video about her flying habits. (laughs) Yeah. So it shows Naomi in head-to-toe Burberry. Of course. Getting on a plane and she's in first class and she shows us her whole routine which includes taking like antibacterial wipes and wipes down everything. Everything. Like every seatbelt. Yeah. yeah, the seat, yeah. like every inch yeah. of the pod, yeah. like the back, like every, she's like, and she's wearing her in plastic she's not gloves. Wrong. Oh yeah, she puts on the plastic this. gloves. Yeah, she wipes everything down. You just see her go through. She has her mask. She has her face mask. She shows you like all of her creams. She shows you all of like everything that she has in, in like Ziploc bags, yes. which I love. Yeah, that yeah. like I love the, an organized woman, plane bitch. Yeah. The woman who invented walking still yeah. also, <laughs> also uses Ziploc bags yeah. to travel like yeah. I do. Yeah, um, and she just went through it and it was just so like you love you love her you love her listen she's like i am a supermodel i am like i am singular and so my behavior is my behavior and like i kind of in this era where celebrities are always trying to like be relatable relatable. Uh i don't want that for my celebrities she's not relatable like she's not really by yeah. definition she is not relatable. Yeah. No, but weirdly you feel closer to her watching that. Who, oh, what yeah. was the tweet? What but, was the tweet? It was like it, it was like it's amazing how Naomi Campbell is so much more relatable than Tyra Banks, who spent her entire career trying to be our big sister. Yes, right? <laughs> yes. Like that's shout what out it to Bolu yeah. because you're like oh just here's an eccentric yeah. person who yes. happens to be beautiful. Yes, and it makes me closer to her it makes yeah. you feel close to her in a way that I didn't before yeah. which is fascinating it's the right? most black auntie thing that yeah. you've yeah. ever seen mamas. exhibited like every one of our like you know every minority auntie has yes. gone on a plane comes with their own dental wipes that's just how they also, roll also there's a moment where there's a white woman at the seat behind her who then who, so yes. Naomi's, Naomi's I winding died. everything down and she goes can you do mine next <laughs> and you see like Naomi who I assume at this point <laughs> has just goes through a, like a number of steps in her yeah, brain yeah. <laughs> 
where she's like, step one, step two. Okay, yeah. where are we at before I speak? And she goes, no, but you can use my wipes. Yeah. Something like that. It was Which so, is a very reasonable experience. Why are you asking this First of all, woman of color. Yes. Yes. To clean, to clean your, your seat, seat for you. you. Was clearly recording a video. It was clearly yeah. Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> Stop trying to insert yourself. Someone tweeted after this. There's like, this is why she used to slap people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, if there hadn't been a camera there and oh someone had just told God. me that story, I'd be like, I mean, fair. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, what are you doing asking it. her to clean your seat? Have you lost your mind? Oh that woman God. has like... $10,000 worth of shit on her person. Just like wearing on her body. Yeah. Not even in the bag. The bag's not yeah. even in this. Just on her person. It's like $10,000 worth of goods. diamond yeah. dust. Like a sheen of diamond wipe down dust. your chair? Are you crazy? No way. <sighs> anyway, she's yes. perfect. She has a perfect face. I love her so much. Oh, she's, she's who's best. best. Nobody is better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my beauty of the week is this woman, Bekhana, who has created a um, a movement in South Korea called Solo Darity? Have you read about it? <laughs> no. It's basically Iconic. South Korea has a very low birth rate, mm-hmm. and so now they're doing all these silly like propaganda things that are like families are great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should totally have a family. Um, and this woman has started has started this YouTube um, channel that's become very popular because she's like, I'm in my mid 30s, I have a job, I don't want a family right now. Feels and why is your only approach guilt? Yes. Like right. maybe if you, you know, and all these women who are unmarried and 30, you know, in their 30s are like, yeah, that cannot be the only approach. Perhaps if you made it easier for us to have children and have right. families, if you gave us yeah. any sort of paid social support, or, yeah. paid leave, more pay at work, mm, child care, child yeah. care. Yeah. Any, if you provided any of these things, it would be more appealing. What is not working is guilt. And, <laughs> and you see that in so many places that have low birth rates, yeah. this sort of like, aren't families great approach i mean they're gonna start doing that here because the the birth rate is like is plateauing and it's negative now in both south korea and japan and in italy Mm -hmm. because people are not having kids there's no environment in which it makes any sense to have children but you can't handmaid's tale these women (laughs) into having children it's insane to me (laughs) you know what you know what you do i think i said this to you once was you were posting pictures of your baby and i was like i have to stop watching this (laughs) I know. <laughs> I'm going to just try to find someone to impregnate me because this kid is so cute. It's Aww, ridiculous. Like, so, like, there, are, like, there are a few people yeah. that yeah. I follow with yeah. babies where yeah. I'm like, this is too much actually I ha- like yeah. this like, is what they need to put out and yeah. also I seek that baby content as well yeah. there are lots of like people there, with like who have we've like had babies this discussion about yeah. okay babies yeah okay babies not every baby is cute guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, maybe to the parent but not like, to the world yeah. the, the thing is if you google the solidarity movement every headline is this right this is from Bloomberg um it says the no marriage movement is adding to Korea's economic woes. How are single <laughs> women responsible for crippling for an your nation's economic woes? It's insane because the me. pussy and is so powerful. Every, country, That's every country that is experiencing this has the same yeah. approach, which is. Guys, just have a baby. Well, I mean, okay. Well, I mean, America's we approach is America's approach is we're gonna force you to have this fucking baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah, the guilt is. Um, I mean, again, I am. Um, I was five business days into yeah. marriage yeah. before the first person. Yeah said to what? me yeah. you know so when are you yeah. guys gonna someone have a baby asked that? someone yeah. asked me this while I had a cocktail in my was hand was it someone yeah. who knows you yeah. or like had just found out that you got married not close like enough to oh, but someone you already knew someone I knew and um yeah so they thought yeah. just because you now got married so yeah. now like obviously that was you're the, if you had wanted a kid by now yeah. I would have just had, the kid. Have this had is a also, kid by the way hand yeah. in hand with all these studies coming out that saying saying there, I mean this is a fact there is no one happier than a woman in her mid-30s with single and child happier yeah. and healthier they yeah. live longer yeah. they're happier 35 no children no husband there's no one happier this Literally. is a fact like, so like how do these two things dovetail they don't at all it doesn't make any sense i for a woman who is married and has two children and did everything on an incredibly conventional like 
timestamp. <laughs> like I did everything the way I was traditionally supposed to. And not through any pressure. It's just how things worked out. I have still have very aggressive feelings about other people being told they have to. I'm like, do I, I appreciate it? <laughs> I chose to get married when I did. I yeah. chose to have kids when I did. Those are choices I made. And even having made those choices, it's still really hard. Yeah. So if someone's on the fence about it, let them enjoy their lives. It is not your life. Also, probably doesn't make for a great parent. Yeah. One who's been forced to have a child. I don't think those are the ones that go into motherhood with gusto. No, absolutely. And they're not exactly raising like wonderful citizens who like join the workforce with joy. They're all like, everyone's troubled in this scenario. (laughs) It's not good for anyone. Also, there's clearly, they're not putting pressure on the men. Of course not. No, no, no. Don't be ridiculous. They're not in this. They're not responsible for this equation. No, no, no. If they really wanted babies, they would just make it. They would just pay women to yeah. uh, like a pension. Yeah. And be like, have a baby. We'll pay you the money to raise it. Yeah. And then the women who like kids would be like, sure. Right. Yeah. By myself, great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but don't make me like this is crazy. Yeah. Solo darity. Anyway, Thank solo darity. Love them. Iconic. Yeah, it's really, really good. I I mean, mean, that's all for this weekend last, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) That was two weeks worth of chatting for sure. Is there anything that you want to talk about? Anything else, Kara, that you want to plug? Or anything, yeah. You know, or anything just on your People know where to find you. They know where to find me. No, no. Yeah, yeah. You're the queen of the internet. (laughs) Oh, God. I don't want that title. (laughs) (laughs) You're the queen of the good internet. You're the good queen. The good good queen of the good internet. The reason that me and Carl are actually friends is because of the internet. It is. Really? Oh, my God. Wait, this is it. So we had been following each other and like interacting. And then it was 4th of July and Cam DM me and the pool has like just been installed. And she was like, do you want to come over 4th of July? And I already had said yes to this party like in the hills. And I was like, I think I said like, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to be sober enough to make it from there (laughs) to here. But then maybe like a week or two later, it was like a Saturday. She's like, come over. So I come over. Like also, I, you do like a rolling pool thing on the weekends. I basically, I showed up like, yeah, she was like, it starts at three. I showed up like at three Oh five, you know, like, Thinking that like it, it needed to start then, and then didn't leave her home until like one one a.m. where we were drunkenly and eating chicken. And that was the first time I was... had met her in person, of course. And I had had plans that night, <laughs> had made plans with a close friend, and then you to go somewhere. Them? No, I got dressed and I said thank you, Cam and Doug, for inviting me into your home. And then the next thing I know, I'm taking my clothes off and getting back in the pool. <laughs> And they just were like, you don't want to go to that. Like, you don't want to. And it was like, I literally like everyone's in the pool and I'm like standing dressed. She was leaving. She was leaving. Leaving. And they all just are like, not yelling. You know what I mean? Everyone's just like talking me into it. And I was like, I'm a big fan of soft peer pressure. I don't kind of, again, I'm very anti-guilt. I just like to present you with a better option. They were probably like, we're going to order food. Like we've got chicken coming. I'm just opening this brand new crisply cold bottle. Yeah. Of rose. And then what I and then it was Leaving. one AM and I was like, Wow, I am in your kitchen still. <laughs> Friendship. Friendship. <laughs> so guys, if so you slide inter- into Kara's DM, yeah, she'll right? come to your house. Be, inter- so, it's the one Don't good, do that, she'll murder you. I won't kill you. It's the one good thing to come out of the internet. <laughs> I mean, the thing I appreciate the most about your internet presence, Kara, and I was saying this earlier is that I'm I'm a person who when I get angry I just shut down and I don't know what to say like I just eject myself from the situation but when Kara senses injustice oh. or any sort of like righteous indignation which like is the best Kara um she is both articulate and amusing like yes. and that's really hard to be like angry and funny at the same time it's really difficult she in a way so that well. makes people feel ridiculous Ridiculous. every time and I laugh every time it's a beaut I mean I'm sure everyone follows you already but you're what is your handle Kara R. Brown I'm there you are there. In the street. You're doing also, God's work, Kara. Also, by the way, please work. also visit um, fancypastabitch.com. Because yes. on top of being like incredibly beautiful and very, very smart and very talented writer, um, Kara also loves cooking pasta and does it so so well and also writes this great blog where she um, uh, writes about the pasta that she makes and it's also hilarious and it's <laughs> just go just follow it just go to fancypastabitch.com I can't explain this to you just go it's there 
Yes. Made some pesto last week. It's up on the site. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Kara, for joining us. Thanks for having Thanks. me. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Powered by Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.